All right, we're here, people. We I am, have arrived. I am here with Ken Peters, newly minted Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. Just got his black belt from the yeah. Jake McKenzie. I am pretty this Saturday awesome pass. Now. I am pretty awesome. Very proud. It's a real thing. Very proud. It was. It was fun to see it happen in, really in front of my eyes. Kind of. You started as blue belt and then created numerous blue belts and then yep. went on You've to. Been with me for a while. Yep, so went on to become a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. First one, I believe, that was homegrown that stayed. Yes. In Cape Breton. Yes, so. there was another gentleman. Dave Porter, I think, was the yeah. name that they said. Yeah, okay. Hiles, Hiles knows him. Okay. So he's a Cape Bretoner, left the island, got it somewhere else, currently in Australia. Oh, cool. So I'm the second Cape Breton black belt. Yes. But I'm the first one awarded here, and I'm Jake's first one awarded in Atlantic Canada. Yeah, that's so cool. And I'm only, man. like, Jake's third black belt. Wow, that's yep. super cool. That is cool. Because yeah. Jake's relatively homegrown, too. <clears throat> Yeah, you know, definitely. Yeah, I mean, times. yeah. He's born in Shiro. Yep. Um, which is four hours from here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that the the podcast we just did with him, I've had multiple comments. That was one of our best yet. Yeah, it's fun. It's blowing up, man. Yeah. A lot of people are listening to so that. That's it's pretty good. awesome. Um, and I haven't even started <clears throat> posting that yet. I didn't, yeah, you should I didn't update. It. Yeah, I'll, you I will. should. I'll yeah. That. Um, and Jake's wife shared it, which helped. That's um, awesome. Yeah, and it was good. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I, Jake and I went deep with the MMA conversations, but um, yeah, it was good. A lot of fun. I'm very happy, as always, like I said, to be under uh, GF team now, grappling fight team out of Brazil. Yep, it's pretty um, awesome. It's fun stuff. A lot of studs out of, the, out of that organization, so it's cool. Um, cool. Let's talk about you and your black belt journey, I guess we can say, from the days you started, from the DVDs, books, whatever you... It's a hell of a journey, man. Whatever you did... Because that was the ultimate goal from day one. Yeah. Yeah, right? it was always the goal. And I, I didn't even know it was the goal. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that was the thing. Like, let's go all the way back. Let's. Right? So, uh, me and you were just cleaning out the back office. Yes. And in one of those drawers is all my UFC VHS. I've seen them, yeah. Right? So, that's, like, the old VHS. Some people listen to the podcast. They'll have to Google VHS. Yeah, honestly, that's yeah. That's fucked, right? Yeah. But it's true. It's it's the old VHS. So, the old DVDs when they were in square, large, plastic form. Yeah, with tape inside. Yeah. yeah. And so, I I used to walk down to Sydney Video, which was our video store back before which Netflix are all destroyed closed. that shit. They're yeah. all closed now. And I would rent the UFCs, like, when they first came out. And then after they stopped renting as frequently, mm-hmm. I would ask them if I could buy one of their doubles. Mm-hmm. So that's how I built up my collection of UFCs. And uh, I, I went from there of just like falling in love with this savage sport, sure. right? Because that was still back when... People thought it was like Jean-Claude Van Damme's blood sport. Well, because they advertised it as, yeah, you know, like, to the death. Yeah, man. You like, know, let's, like, let's fucking kill like, each other. Like, and back no in the rules. old days, actually, uh, Horian, I think it was Horian, when he approached uh, Lionsgate Films mm-hmm. with this concept, yeah. he wanted it in a ring of fire. <clears throat> yeah, with like alligators and shit yeah, all around like, it. Like, fucking serious shit, right? Yeah. But he knew what he was getting into. He yeah. wanted Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu to be showcased in the whole world because it was beating all the other martial arts. Yeah. You know, so there was a reason. Like, he knew what he was doing, yeah. and it worked. Yep. Now, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu was worldwide. But back then, man, I didn't care about Hoist Gracie. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the point. Right. I didn't like Hoist Gracie. I didn't seek out Brazilian <clears throat> Jiu-Jitsu. And, and I don't, I'm not saying I didn't like him. Yeah, yeah. I wanted Ken Shamrock to win. Yeah. I wanted Kimo to win. Yeah. I, like, nothing against Hoist Gracie, but, like, 
I was still in the mindset that, like, fucking, why isn't Kung Fu killing motherfuckers? Yeah, and, and like, maybe the entertainment aspect Dude, of it. why is it ninjutsu killing motherfuckers? Right. Or how come huge Ken Shamrock isn't just smashing so, that little guy in the smashing gi? smashing that little dude. So when I started, like, I was reading, like, Grappling Magazine, yep. and, you know, I ordered the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Theory and Technique book, and I just tried to get as much... UFC styled martial arts. So I was looking at all the different styles. Oleg Tektarov stuff yeah, yeah, and yeah. knee bars and everything I could find. And I was just trying to do it all. And I would beg my friends to train with me. So, like, this was pre you, pre um, uh, me and the wife's garage. This was my dad's garage right. on a cardboard mat. Yeah. And I was calling my buddy Grant. I was like, man, you could come, like, let me train some techniques. Yeah. My brother's friends, because my brother wouldn't have anything to do with it. Seven years younger than me, fucking yeah. hated me. I hated him, yeah. little piece of shit. It's normal, yeah. Normal. Yeah. And um, so his friends, I'd be calling his friends like, Andrew, man, come on up. I need to practice some moves on yeah. you. You know, so I was just getting everybody I could to come with me. Yeah. And I was just drilling and training and practicing. And from the beginning, I, uh, and I'll just say this, if you're trying to run a club, don't just roll. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't just roll and think you get better because there's <clears> other <throat> clubs around that I know of that for years they've just been rolling when mm -hmm. I've been trying to learn. Right. And now I'm at black belt and they're all still <coughs> white belt, blue belt level. Sure. You know sure. what I mean? I do know what you mean. Don't just roll. Yeah. Actually watch techniques, drill it's, techniques. I think it's it's half the battle is watching. Dude, and that's it. I feel like in one thing that you always talked about, when you weren't training, you were watching. Yeah, man. When you weren't watching, you were reading. Oh, and little things. Like, try to train your brain, right? Yeah. Like, this is a little tip. If you write this down, this is a fucking black belt tip. I can say that now because I'm black belt. You can, yeah. I like turning on a DVD, watching technique one, mm -hmm. and then turning off the DVD mm -hmm. and going into the class with just technique one. Yep. And just continuing to do technique one. Don't yeah. watch technique two. Sure. Right? That's huge. Yeah. Because if you go in and you watch technique one, then you see technique two. Technique two, definitely better than technique one. Right. Right? But then you're not going to get good at technique one. Yeah. So it's important. It's it's you, shiny object syndrome. It's yes. like you're a crow. You For want sure. technique two, then you want technique three, then you mm -hmm. want technique four. And then by the time it gets technique five, it's like fucking octopus guard. Yeah. And you'll never, ever get there in your entire life because mm -hmm. you didn't get good at technique one. Right. That's where DVDs <clears throat> fuck people. And yes. that's where I never let myself get fucked. Right. And I would take technique one and mm -hmm. I'd get my buddy Petro up and I'd be like, let me trill this mm -hmm. 50 fucking times. For sure. And then we would try to guess what technique two is. And then we'd bring out the laptop or whatever it was we mm -hmm. were on and we'd throw in the DVD and we'd watch technique two mm -hmm. and we'd be like, fuck, we were wrong or fuck, man, we were close. Yeah. We were never right because <clears throat> we knew nothing. Or, or maybe what we thought it was and what they did maybe that's blended it. perfect together. Yeah. I... I briefly touched on this in in one of my posts when i got brazilian jiu-jitsu theory and technique i was training with my buddy ryan brown and uh me and ryan just loved jiu-jitsu we ordered ourselves geese we had white mm -hmm. belts mm -hmm. and we were the hardcore ones me and him like everybody else there was a few hit or miss but ryan was always <clears throat> like yep i'll train with you yeah i'll be up your host in 10 minutes mm -hmm. so we had geese and we had everything and we got that theory and technique and because i was so good compared to him mm -hmm. like i you know we'd roll and i'd win yeah. over and over and then every all our friends would come and i'd be the one killing everyone yeah so we looked through the list of techniques and we're like i am a purple belt <laughs> yeah that's it someone give me a fucking purple <laughs> never, belt. never never once did i ever take that white belt off though right 
But I was like, I know enough. I'm a fuck. I'm easily. Mm-hmm. According to this list of techniques, right. I am a purple belt for sure. Right. He's like, dude, you might even be a brown belt. Yeah. You've yeah. <laughs> been doing it for like yeah. six six weeks or something. And <laughs> Richard Kanasevich, he goes by Hood Rich on. Yeah. Um, he's fucking stud. He's, he's awesome, right? J- just got black belt from uh, uh, Andre Galvo. Yeah. yeah. But he came to my garage. He messaged me. He's like, hey, man, because he was training at Fit Plus in Halifax there right. in Dartmouth. And he was like, hey, man, I'm coming up to Cape Breton. Can I come train? I'm like, it's cardboard mats, bro. Yeah. Like, I was kind of embarrassed, but I was like, yeah, I'll take this new blue belt. Like, Definitely, yeah. I'll, I'll get to show how good I am. Like, yeah. I'll get to show them that I'm a purple belt. Yeah. And Rich came and just fucking killed me. Yeah. And then I had excuses in my head, like, oh, well, it was because he's so jacked, because he's, like, a pro rugby player. But mm-hmm. nah, man. Yeah, Rich mean. was just a blue belt, a really good blue belt, and I was, like, a fucking one-stripe white belt. So you... So we see it all the time. They come in the gym every oh, day. Oh, yeah. You see these guys who are I see me, man. I see me constantly. Definitely. I see me walk through the door. Definitely. I see me explain to me mm-hmm. that they are at least whatever. Yeah. Or they don't say it. I can see it in their motions. I can see it in their movements. You know, and they come through the door and they're rolling and they can't comprehend why mm-hmm. it isn't working. And, right? and then you see that escort their body. Yep. They leave. Or they, some people stay. Some people don't stay. So, like, at the end of class, let's just say they yep. leave. Either they come back or they say, fuck that. Well, we just signed That's up that Dylan hard. guy. And um, he, uh, he's he been doing the no-gi classes. He does do gi. He bought my tie-dye gi. Okay, yeah. Okay? And yep. he showed up, and he's like, yeah, I, I train with some of my friends. Yeah. And then he started rolling, and you could tell that he has done a little bit of grappling, but still like a white belt, right? Right. But you could see the wheels turning like, shit, Mm -hmm. this isn't my friends anymore. These guys are are good, right? Yeah. And he joined right away, first class. He didn't even need the price sheet. He's like, yeah, man, I'm in. I love Mm -hmm. it. That's and awesome. So he's he's the perfect type of dude. Yeah. Because right? he is good. I think he'll end up going on to win technique or tournaments and shit, right? Yeah, and he has the right attitude, yep. it seems, right? Because And then, like, you got your buddy from last night showed I, up I was, trying his hardest. I thought he was going to slam you into that pillar. Yeah, he was. And, <laughs> and actually, and I had one of those moments last night rolling with him. I actually had got to tell someone to relax. Yeah. You know Which what I mean? Which is weird because like, you're the guy that like, we tell to relax. Like, listen, man, just... Well, not so much anymore, but throughout my, my career yeah. in, in my own journey, yeah. for sure. But it was kind of put it all full circle. It was like, okay, here's this fresh guy. Amazing, right? Coming, it's an amazing Coming feeling. in. I've known him since junior high. He comes in. He's trying to ragdoll me. Yep. And I'm just like, dude, the idea of this is just to relax. Yep. Shit will come. And he loved it. He's, he's he loved it. I was talking to him today. He said he'll be here tomorrow. So yep. um, he wants to talk to you about signing up. So that's great. That's perfect, man. So, so More then, than Mary. We got four new trials out there on the match right now. Awesome. You got to love that. Three of them are from Germany. Awesome. Oh, yeah, it's wicked. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, so you had Hoodridge down. You realized there was different levels. Yeah, I, and that's, that's when I really had that whoa moment. Yeah. You know, and I had one other one. We had a guy from... Uh, the state somewhere. He was a karateka. Okay, right. so that was the first time I ever got to use that nasty ass awesome word, yeah, cool. karateka. Yeah, just a dude that studies karate, but he was also a blue belt in jujitsu. Cool. And I was doing uh, the the kickboxing. Yes. And they're black belts in karate. Mm-hmm. So this dude was like eight and four MMA. Yep. Can't remember his name for the life of me. Wish I could. Yeah. Because he was fucking righteous, like really nice dude. But he put on a grappling seminar at the kickboxing club okay. because everybody wanted to try something new. Mm-hmm. And he subbed me like four times in a row, and I just kept saying, oh, again, because that, no way. No way yeah. you just subbed me that fast. Yeah. So it's like it really blew my mind that I'm not the toughest person I know. 
Yeah. Right. So that was the biggest thing at the beginning that I had to choke on. I like just because I'm practicing this shit, yeah. I'm not good at all. So, maybe to jump ahead a little bit, but what at what point did you want to be no longer the toughest? But you wanted to be the best technically. Well, that and the Hoodrich. They were okay. the two okay. they were the two eye-opening experiences. And that would be when I would finish this story by saying, and then I went and joined a club. Right. Right? However. Because, exactly. <clears throat> See, they're they're the eye-opening experiences. Sure. Where I would have said, and then I went and joined a club. And that story would be over. Yeah. Then I moved on to Black Belt mm-hmm. under professor whatever mm-hmm. i competed in multiple tournaments yep. but unfortunately i didn't have the luxury of that right like we were the only club in a five hour or a, yeah five hours in any direction yeah. so i was like well fuck it i gotta start something mm-hmm. right and my judo instructor i was a green belt in judo yeah and i was doing i was getting my belts from my grappling yeah right like brian gave me those belts based on my grappling because my stand-up was never awesome right but brian loved grappling so he was okay with it all mm-hmm. right and he would let me and Ryan stay after class and roll. Yep. And then one summer, because they take the summers off. It's like okay. typical martial arts. You yep. don't get good attendance in the summer, so they took the summers off. Yeah. So he said, Kent, I'll give you my key, and I'll give you the passcode. Yeah. And the people up at Island Martial Arts, that's where it is, uh, Angie and Brandon, they're awesome. Yes, yeah, right? they're so good people. If, if I don't get a student at my club, I hope they go to that club. Sure. Because they're awesome. Definitely. Right? And... Um, so they were like, yeah, no problem. You can you can train during the nights that it would have been judo. Yeah. So I said, okay, guys, we're doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu, yeah. and I'm going to teach class. Yeah. Y'all have to wear geese. Mm-hmm. Y'all have to wear white belts. Yeah. I wore a white belt, had no tape stripes, didn't wear myself shit. I wore a white belt, a Keiko Hasa gi, yeah. and uh, I started teaching jiu-jitsu that I was watching on like just YouTube and mm-hmm. whatever else, and I was watching Rowan Cunningham. Yes, okay, Rowan yeah. Cunningham was a purple belt at the time. And he was at Abaya back because yes. he was the owner of Abaya back then before right. John got it. And he was putting all these videos on YouTube. And I was just watching his technique, yeah. watch just his feet, watch just his knees, watch just his hips, watch just his shoulders, yeah. just his arms, just his head. And then I was coming in and I was teaching it fucking verbatim. Yeah. Right? Like I was trying to use his words, his analogies, his everything, because I wanted people to think I was an actual instructor. Yeah. And this is where I started learning how to like watch film. Yeah. So now when I'm doing my <clears> breakdowns, <throat> All I'm doing is the exact same shit I use to teach myself jujitsu. Right. So, obviously, the way that you do your breakdowns and the way you teach, <clears throat> excuse me, is user friendly. I, I guess you can say. I want it to be the exact same. Though. Right. Right. And that's why, like, I don't just do my own version of it. Sometimes I'll throw in my own version yep. if I find it applicable. Right. But I want to do it exactly. So I move this way, and then this is what happened. This guy moved this way, and then yeah. So most times your breakdowns, as a lot of people know, are from a certain technique such and such did, mm-hmm. right? Like uh, like the Taza foot entry. Yeah. Or, or, and I or, get a lot of requests. Right, okay, yeah. So something that's hot right now, basically, yeah. or something that happened but this, on But this weekend. is where it all began. So right. back then, <clears throat> I didn't want, like, I had other people's shit in my head, right? Mm-hmm. Like people were saying, make sure you... Try to have a game plan because you don't want to just teach off the cuff because you'll just teach the same shit over and over again. And then a week goes by and you forget what you taught, so then you teach it again. Right. So I started writing down all my class plans, and I still have it. Yeah. I still have every class I've ever taught written down what techniques. And I did all the shit wrong that people do. Yep. So I would go in and I'd teach seven techniques. Mm Mm-hmm. 
you know, in a yeah. one hour or For two sure, hour, however yeah. long. Just and overload, that's stupid yeah. As fuck. yeah. Overload. Like now, I teach one or two techniques a class, right? Yeah, yeah. I was teaching like seven techniques as a beginner. Yeah, and right? like boom, 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 yeah, boom, like, boom. Let's like, do it. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So I was keeping track of everything, and th that's where I learned all my games. That's yep. where I learned because I was just seeing what worked, man. Yep. And um, that was the whole like beginning of the white belt journey. That one summer, I had like 20 people in class mm -hmm. as a white belt. But here's the catch: I was teaching for free. Yes. Right, because I was given the club for free for the summer. So that's why all these people were showing up. Of course. So then I got a job offer up in Alberta, which is the other side of Canada. Mm -hmm. So I went online <clears throat> and I found a rental room, 1400 a month, mm -hmm. one bedroom. Yeah. And then I shared everything else with all the other people in the house. Yeah. Seven people in the house. Jesus. Bunch of newbies, though. Awesome people. Oh, yeah. Right? That's the best kind. So $1,400 for yeah. that. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it was smaller than this room, bro. Jesus. Yeah, no joke. Teeny tiny. Yeah. And um, I was within walking distance to Mike King's Gracie ba or Well, it wasn't Gracie Baja then. Mike King's Disciples Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Okay. It was down in Waterway, or it was downtown. I was in Waterways. Yep. And in Fort McMurray, if you know what I'm talking about, you'd know the lingo. But I was walking 40 minutes. Yeah. Right? So for three months, I walked 40 minutes. Well, no, for two months. And then the second month, this guy named Corey Van Gilder... He got his blue belt the same week as me. He started picking me up because he seen me walking. Yeah, cool. So he was picking me up, and we had this wonderful rivalry. Yeah. Remember I told you the story about that shoulder I popped, and then I yelled at him because he should have tapped out? It was his shoulder. Oh, okay. We were really guy, good yeah. friends, but it was the most <clears throat> disgusting shoulder pop ever. Yeah, gross. Triangle Sounds Kimura. Yeah. And um, I'm rambling, but I'm liking it. I'm enjoying it. No, it's cool, man. Yeah. So uh, three weeks in, I was tapping a lot of guys in the club. That he wanted to give belts to. Mm -hmm. And this is, I could see it, because even now I see it. Mm -hmm. There's guys I want to give belts to, but I see other people that aren't as good as them tapping them out because right. they have good games, good whatever. Right. So it makes it hard for me. Or right? they're good at certain things. Exactly. So I seen the wheels turning for Mike, and in three weeks, Mike gave me three stripes on my white belt. Yeah. So my white belt is, somewhere. I think it's in here somewhere. It has three stripes on it. Mike put yeah. them on, and then three months. So I trained there for three months. December 10th, Mike was a purple belt yep. at the time, and he gave me my blue belt. Cool. So that, like, according to IBJJF and according to SureDog and all that other shit, that belt, like, did count, right? Yeah. Because a purple belt gave me my blue belt. Sure. Right? So I was, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to just, I'm going to use it. Yeah. I'm going to stick this blue belt. I'm going to keep going. And I'm going to fucking train, man, yeah. because I really did put in the time, right? Like, yeah. on my own, though. Yeah. But I put in the grappling time. So, so I'll say, like, because like, there's a lot of period of time that you need to be yeah, a white belt to become like a blue IBJJF, belt. Yeah, I think it's like you need, like, a year of training. Right, like a blue. year, 18 months, I think it is. Yeah. Um, so where he gave it to me in three months, like, according to a lot of people, I probably wasn't real, right? But, but I just ignored it. So, but so, let's... Think about what you did within those three months. Yeah. How much you trained, how much you learned, how much like, you did, yeah. how much you progressed, yeah. I think is, is like time limits and shit like that. That's bull. I no, think that's, I agree. that's bullshit. I, agree. I think how you progress and what you do in the gym and outside the gym to up your jujitsu is what really matters. Yeah. So that aside, yeah, continue. Sorry. Yeah, yeah no, no. I, lo I love <laughs> your introduction, man, because it, it all, it was such an amazing journey, mm -hmm. right? And, um... So, yeah, I got my blue belt, and I think he only gave it to me because he knew I was leaving. Right. So I flew back to Cape Breton that night, mm -hmm. and that was my last time in Fort McMurray. Yeah. 
right? So he gave it to me as like, uh, you know, I, I hope you carry on the journey, right? Yep, yep. So I came back home and I cashed in my mutual funds that I had. It's like 12 grand. Yeah. And I bought mats. Yeah. I bought 800 square feet of judo mats mm -hmm. and 2,000, no, 1,400 square feet of the puzzle mats. The blue ones. The blue ones. Okay. And then so the now they're all out there. Like now <clears throat> yep. I have like almost 3,000 square feet of mats out yep. there. I bought all them yep. when I moved home. Yeah. But I didn't have that much space. Right. My wife let me do it out of our garage. Yeah. We had a drive-in garage, a yeah. one-car garage. Yeah. You remember, I, I, remember I had it. all the judo mats up against the wall yeah, I remember, so you could yeah. roll right into the wall and it'd be fine. Yeah. Don't roll into that fucking garage door, though. Oh, no, of course not. No, <laughs> but I, I no. started the club there, and I was yeah. still on unemployment. I was worried about getting caught by the tax man. Yeah. I think I was charging like 30 bucks a month or something. Yeah. I don't even remember. Yeah. Like 60 bucks a month for like five or six classes it a was, week. It was cheap. Giving sure. away life-changing jujitsu. It was even cheap for then. Yeah. It was still new then, you got to remember, yeah, right? Like, it, 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 well, it then, really was. Like, then I got, like, Tyler. I got Wade. Yeah. I got you. I got Hussey. Yeah. Like, all these guys that were coming in that, like, I was still a blue belt. My fucking Matt George. Yeah, yeah, you guys were, like, athletes. Mm -hmm. And, like, Tyler was training with GSP. Tyler was training with... Tiago Alves like, and Tiago shit like Alves. that. Tiago yeah. Alves. Like, Tyler had gone, like, he moved to Montreal yeah. to do some training. Yeah. So he comes back, and his first class, man, I had to beat him. Yeah. Like, we had to go at it, and mm -hmm. I had to win mm -hmm. to show him that I was worth training on. Yeah. So, like, we're fighting to the death. Yep. Right? And that's the same with Wade, because Wade was training in Truro. That's right. And at Merrimack, yeah. and then Wade would come. I'd be like, I have to win. Yeah. Right? And uh, I contacted Gracie Baja and Truro yep. and Scott. And the reason I contacted Scott is mm -hmm. because me and Ryan Brown went up to a Georgia Gel seminar at Fit Plus when we right. were both white belts. That wasn't yesterday. No, it was yeah. a long, time, long ago. time ago. And we went up and we just did it. And I didn't really know Scott, mm -hmm. but I remembered like I, when I called and asked if I could go to it. He was like, yeah, sure, of course. And uh, he said, I'll take a medium double-double. And I wrote it down in my book, right? Yeah. And then when I called him back after I'd finally got my blue belt, I was like, listen, like I'm moving home. I'm starting my own club. Mm -hmm. I need someone to affiliate under. Yeah. And I had actually messaged the Gracie Baja place first. Right. But Chris Hughes said something along the lines of, yeah, man, come up. We'll talk. Mm -hmm. And Scott said, sure. And I was like, oh. Well, Seems okay. easy. It was yeah. much easier. Yeah, it, just, sure. it was just perfect. It was a good fit. Yeah. And then um, I would travel up to Fit Plus, and we would do all of our gradings under Fit Plus. Yeah. And that was just the way it was going. Like, we were traveling up. But the issue was, like, people like Lynn. Like, she's a single mom. Yeah. She can't go up to Halifax to get sure. graded, right? Yeah. So time passes. I get my purple belt under Hobson Mora. Yeah. And then... Fit Plus, uh, Hobson Mora Novo Now fell out. Right. Fit Plus stayed with Novo Now. Right. And then that was under Wagney. And then uh, I got uh, Wendell Alexander came down and he awarded me my brown belt here at Cape Breton. Which is huge. He's, he's a legend. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's, for he's sure. like the boss of Novo Now, right. him and right. Pedaneras. Yeah. And then um, just the way it was working. It was still hard. Like, only recently did I get permission to give stripes and, like, everything else. Just the way they were doing it, it's like seminar grading, yeah. which is fine for some, but it's just not the way I wanted to run things. Yeah. I wanted to be able to give stripes out at my club to people who don't travel. Matt George 
couldn't get his next belt because he he just doesn't go up to yeah. Halifax because it's it's not it's too expensive. Yeah, well, like for someone like us, for me and you to go up there, it's not just drive up, do the seminar, come back. No, because the seminar is one hundred and twenty-five. Yeah, we have to go up. Most people are going to get two hotels: hotel yeah. first night, hotel second night. Yeah, you're not going to sleep in your car. No, so there's a minimum of a hundred bucks, but yeah. it's usually more expensive at a hotel in Halifax. 150, so there's 300, mm-hmm. and then the seminar, so there's 450 right there, yeah. and then you have to eat and pay gas. Yeah. It's a 500 or 600 dollar weekend. Easily, like uh, I remember times, <clears throat> excuse me, that we we drive up and we were crammed in Dave's mm-hmm. Dave Can's small little apartment, mm-hmm. all sleeping head to foot, man, in the same bed. Like, yep. um, funny story. I have to pop this. Yeah, in. go ahead. Matt George signed into Dave's like Netflix at Dave's house. Yeah. A year later, we went back. We turned on Netflix and it said, "Welcome back, Matt George." Oh well. Yeah, a year later, that was the best thing ever. That's wild. Going. So That's we're piled wild. into Dave's place. Yeah, we're we're all <laughs> piled in there, and like Lynn and single parents or single mothers or whatever are, are yeah. one thing because they deserve the same experience that the people that have, can afford it can. Yeah. However, people like me probably couldn't always afford it. No. But we went anyway. And especially like going up, just like if you got that one stripe of tape. It's like six hundred dollar I mean, trip. You you learned a shitload, Dude, but no question. Because most seminars you you maintain like two techniques, sure, right? Sure. And, and it's usually worth it, but not a lot of these people are planning on being like competitive. No, that's right. You know, like it's a hobby thing for some. That's people. right. And that's a super. That's a fucking six hundred dollar hobby. Some it's, it's I, not worth we it. We know people in Cape Breton. Yeah. That don't have any money. At no, all. that's right. Right that's now right. they're home and they're worried yeah. about getting presents for their kids. For that's Christmas, right, right. For so, sure. I had to be realistic. I had to have more control of my club. Yeah. Things had to go in a different direction. And luckily, like, because I was worried. And, and this was, like, the whole time I've been building my Instagram, showing techniques to the world, because I wanted to give back. Sure. Because of how hard it was for me to find the right spots. Definitely, man. Right? Yeah. So, like, I still love Scott. Uh, I hope the best for him. Yes. You know, and it's it's one of those unfortunate situations where I never wanted to do anything dirty, but we weren't seeing things eye to eye. I wanted to go in a different direction. I wanted to have more mm-hmm. creative control over who I was grading, and yeah. um, and it'll never be a personal thing because I'm always no. going to look up to Scott. It just it went to a different way. Yeah. And luckily for me, Jake had been coming to the club doing one seminar a year for the last seven or eight years. Yeah. So he was the person I turned to. And I mean, who better to be under? I, th- you yep. know, like we we had him on the show Sunday, and he's just, and he he, he teaches so good. Yep. His whole, I love everything he stands for. I love the way, like I said, he teaches. I like, I love being a, being a part of it. Yeah. It feels like a, a whereas before it was like a a, a Nova you now run show. I feel now you have, like it you said, more freedom. Yeah, it's zombie proof. It's GFT, but yeah. at the top, it's zombie proof. Yeah, like we're we're zombie proof. Like you could put mm-hmm. my lineage as fucking YouTube. Yeah, and for it sure. It wouldn't be weird. No. Right, and and that's the freedom that like he's he's comfortable with. That yeah. Because he knows I'm a black belt. He said we because we've rolled a lot. Yeah. Like every single time Jake has come here, we've rolled. Right. And so he knows where I am. Yeah. Like his at that level at fucking second degree black belt, mm-hmm. you know what level people are at. Yeah, right? I mean, So when he told me I was a black belt, I was comfortable with the knowledge that he's correct. Well, it's a right? proven proven source. So he's... we went on, and we, we changed up. We moved there, and now, like, I have freedom, man. Like, yeah. I, I gave out three blue belts and mm. multiple pieces of tape. Yeah. And that's wonderful for me because I'm not the kind of person... I don't want to do seminar gradings. Yeah. When Jake came, he said, do you want to do any gradings for anybody else? 
And I gave him a fist bump. I said, no. Yep. When you come here, people are only going to be thinking about jujitsu. That's it. Nobody's going to be waiting to the end of the seminar to see if they got graded. There's yeah. no surprises. During class, I'm going to fucking surprise people. Like, I choked mm -hmm. uh, Doug with his belt. I, yeah. I fucking, I was doing a dumb technique to Colton, got a video right. of it, belting exactly. him. Like, yep. Dave, I just straight up surprised him. You know, yep. it's like, for sure. I'm, I'm enjoying the freedom. I'm yep. enjoying that aspect. And you of should. I, I think you deserve that. Well, it's just it's, like, it's... It's my club. I've put so much work into it. That's definitely one aspect of things I wanted. And I never I never intended for anybody to get upset. I never intended for anything to go in any direction. I'm not saying anybody is upset, really. I, I don't think anybody in the long run cares no. because it's only a tiny little change. It's, it was never a big affection for anything anyway. So I, I think in the long run, it's going to be better for everyone yeah. that it went this way. Uh, and for me, it just completes the journey. Like, I've had someone now who is a legit world champion mm -hmm. black belt tell me I'm a black belt. Yeah. For me, that means that I stuck it to Sure Dog. Yeah. Right? Sure Dog especially, because I remember looking up <laughs> technique from that grappling book, like, what is a spinning arm bar? And then I remember looking through, and it was like, you could never learn jujitsu on your own. You could never be self-taught jujitsu. Yeah. So I'm an outlier. Yep. And, you know, I think there's a lot of people that have done it this way. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely not alone. No. I think a lot of teachers have done it this way. And uh, whether or not they want to admit it, right, because a lot of people are afraid to say this out loud because they're afraid they're going to get shit on mm -hmm. because it is so weird, mm -hmm. right? But I didn't have the luxury of having an instructor. Right. So most of the shit I know, when I say self-taught, it is because I had to fix my own problems. Yeah. But, like, I learned from other instructors. Yeah. I learned from Jean-Jacques Machado. I learned from Eddie Bravo. I learned a fuck ton from Ryan Hall. Of course. He doesn't know who I am. <clears throat> I learned from Eduardo Tellis. He doesn't know who I am. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I had instructors. They just don't know me. Right. Right. Right? But I didn't For have sure. the luxury of having them tell me whether or not I, I hit the nail on the head. Right? right. So that's where I ended up learning a lot. Yeah. Yeah, like it's a long fucking journey, man, and I love it. I yeah, love it. So I I don't think I'd trade it because now I feel really good about everything. Yeah, that's good. Like everything came full circle. Yep. And there was never a time when you said, you know what, it's too tough doing it by yourself. Mm -hmm. Like it's too tough not having any, I guess, guidance or anything. Yeah, I'm, like I, I never I'm gave gonna, up. I'm gonna give never this up. up. There, there was never a moment like that. Yeah, well, and that's the beautiful thing too. Like I always did have Scott as a as a message board. Like, yeah, I could always message him during the the way up, and he was always willing to talk to me. We even went to a Lloyd Irving seminar yeah. to try to figure out how to increase our school. Right, yeah. like we we just wanted to grow. We just wanted to get better because yeah. he. When I affiliated under him, he was only a, a purple belt too. Right. And then we just kind of grew up together, right? So, like, going in different directions, not a big deal. Happens all the time. Mm -hmm. But it was nice that I did always have him five hours away to message if I needed to. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Because, well, again, that was really only the only option that you yeah. had. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. So now you're black belt. What's next? You're just going to keep? I'm going to keep going, man. I'm going to keep trying to grow everything. Like, right. I, I really like the direction the gear company's going in. Yeah. I'm getting a lot of attention. I sold a few pieces today. Mm -hmm. It's... It's actually kind of crazy. It's it's almost overwhelming yeah. how well it's doing. Yeah. Um, I uh, I've been really searching into like different approaches of growing the school, and we've had multiple signups over the last week. Mm -hmm. I uh, man, I think everything's coming up Millhouse. Yeah, know? I think everything is going. It's like uh, like 
something about that term, right? Black belt. Yeah. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black yeah, it's, belt. It's going to change. It's going to get right? people in the Especially door. in our island. Uh, something that a lot of people don't understand. Um, this black belt is going to be good for business, too. So more well, than just a mental thing for me, yeah, see, showing me all that hard work, parents are going to see it. Yeah. Because everyone is a Taekwondo black belt around here. Good and point. I don't want to say that in a hurtful way because no. I have a lot of friends who do Taekwondo. I'm not shitting on your art. Mm-hmm. It's all for different things, right? Like Taekwondo is more of a fitness thing and everybody who's hardcore into Taekwondo, they typically know that. Oh yeah. Right? Like if you're fighting with your hands down to shield your stomach because you don't want to get points scored on you, right. you know that in the real scenario you'd get your head taken off. They right? have to, yeah. It's it's a lot yeah. of jujitsu guys can't fucking defend themselves either. Yeah, that's true. You know, like if you didn't protect your head in a scenario and then pull the dumb guard yeah you'd get fucked up oh yeah like we had that brain damage case in uh moncton there where a white belt jujitsu guy pulled guard on a judo guy right and the judo guy hammer fisted him like six times and then the dude who got hammer fisted ended up brain damaged that's right right so it's not everybody just because you're doing jujitsu knows how to defend themselves. Yeah. Right. So I'm not. It's. <clears throat> I'm not specifically targeting taekwondo, but no. we can all agree that sport taekwondo, you can get your black belt in a short period of time. Yeah. And then you can continue to master your art if that's yeah. what you want to do. But black belt has lost the notoriety when a ten year old can get a black belt. Yeah. See what? Because I've put fucking twelve years into a black belt. Right. And that's what. No one knows it takes that long. No. Well, I'm a judo black belt, and yeah. I got my judo black belt in um, longer, actually, because I was a brown belt for, like, fucking five long years. Long time, yeah. But yeah. it was just partially because I didn't want to pay the $200 to get my black. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's you gotta fair. You got to pay your, um, your Judo Canada Association fees and your black yeah. belt fees and shit. You yeah. get that nice little fancy plaque. Yeah. And I just fucking didn't want to. Yeah, for sure. See, I like my wife's first cousin stood at my wedding he got his taekwondo black belt oh your was, wedding eh yeah yeah that wedding i wasn't invited to yeah only because you wouldn't fucking come man we've fucking, been through this listen tomatoes tomatoes we're gonna I do this every week now. anyway my point was he got his his uh taekwondo black belt at did you get me a black belt 13 gift? 13 years old no, I'm your friend. That's a Daniel. good enough. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he was also in his I home. I deal with your fucking shit. Yeah, he was in uh, China. He get, This is Ukraine. Oh, yeah. No, listen. I, I have was, a fucking mace. Yeah, it's nice. Like an actual mace. Yeah. If yep. anyone follows me on Instagram, they've seen that. I have a mace. It's a badass thing, man. Fucking badass. It's intimidating. You're just holding that thing. It's cool. I think I want one. Once we get the other room set up, you should put that like on the desk. And no, I'm taking this home. Oh, okay. Yep. So you're not going to keep it here? No, nope. I'm afraid somebody's going to touch it. Oh. I don't want to. Well, you let me hold it earlier, so. Well, I mean. It is. Are we talking about the mace? Yeah, definitely the mace. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, definitely the mace. Not your dick. Not the dick. Not the dick. I'm good on the dick. Thanks. Um, thanks, Daniel, for the mace, though. So. Yeah. Daniel. I guess. It's badass. It's D-A-N-I-I-L. I thought it was one I. No, I-I. So when people say Daniel, Daniel. it's actually wrong. It's Daniel. 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 Well, that's... Daniel Titov. I will be more specific when I see him next. It's pretty wicked. Daniel. 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 And he, where is he from? Is he from the Ukraine? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it is cool. That was a nice gift, man. That was a really... Man, I wasn't expecting him to buy me something. I probably said it when he was leaving, though. I probably said, buy me something, you fuck. (laughs) Yeah. It's just my humor. He's all like, oh, okay. He's like, oh... (laughs) 
okay. Yeah, we'll do, yeah. That's I'd, weird, Kent. Yeah, you're scaring me, man. <laughs> I bought you, like, supper, I guess. It was breakfast. Yeah, it was a wonderful breakfast sandwich. This I, is actually a really good white girl coffee, too. It's a uh, cafe uh Yeah, no, as I'm mocha. drinking it, I, I white girl can't even. He gets, like, a cappuccino, mm-hmm. but he gets whipped cream on top with sprinkles. and Fuck it, It's really man. cute. As long as John's paying for it, I'll just yeah. keep adding those dollars to yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It gets more and more expensive every fucking week. You keep getting more extra, man. Right? Fuck sakes. Anyway, man, we got no question and answer. No question We answer. covered the fights with Jake on Sunday. Yep. Um, I, all I got to say, man, is congratulations. Thank once you, Once again. No, once this again. a nice little short one. Um, I don't know. Maybe people will like hearing my journey. Yeah, I um, think it's important. I think it's important for everyone because a lot of people, I think, that listen to our podcast, they train or they don't if you do or you don't it's a good it's an awesome story it's uh, something to be proud of it's something everyone in the world can take something from i think for sure good for you awesome if you don't train jujitsu you should fucking start training yeah and And get yourself a mace yeah get a mace um supernatural survival gear buy his shit too go buy at least one thing at least one thing happy you did uh my new slogan is going to be You'll buy more because you want to, not because you have to. Oh, you're playing those mind tricks, bro. Dude, my gear is fucking tits. It is good. Not only does it look cool, no. it's fucking badass. It's so good, It man. feels good. Well, those spats that I have, man, well. I'm telling you, I've been wearing them straight for a fucking year, yeah. and they're in perfect fucking condition. That darkness rash guard I have. It's so good, eh? I feel like I could wear it to bed. You could. You, you know, should. You know like you don't like wearing t-shirts to bed if they're too tight? Hmm. I feel like I can just wear that and just my be buddy fucking Donnie, free. My buddy Donnie plays hockey. He's a goaltender. And he was going to buy uh, Under Armour. And then he seen my thing come up on his Facebook feed. So he clicked on it. Mm-hmm. And he messaged me. He's like, would this be good under goalie gear? Like, yes. Fuck yeah, man. It's, it's basically just the same as Under Armour. It's basically. probably just better quality. Basically. And yeah. he bought it. And he's on a hot streak. Yeah, there He's go. not sure it has anything to do with the laser gun, but he thinks it might. Well, definitely... Um, It'll make your lateral movement in the nets definitely better. Well, because it increases your heel hook, so it's probably like better for the hips, better for the knees. Yeah, like it definitely ups your reaction time. Yeah. Definitely makes you better looking. <laughs> and a better goalie. Yeah. And just better at life. Just better at life. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Anyway, buy his oh, shit. Oh, and listen, go on the Instagram. I need 700 people to get 10K. On I'm at 9,300. The- Instagram? Yeah, go on the Instagram for um for Supernatural Survival Gear. Oh, that one. Yeah, like I got 20K on my own. Fuck, you're greedy, man. I'm so, well, I want 10K. 10K, you get swipe Fuck. up. When you get 10K, you get like special fucking, you can click so your story swipes up and goes straight to a website. Hmm. So when I get 10K, I'll be better for doing ads. Right. Yeah. So I need and another set. That'll be a lot easier for you. Yes. Definitely. So yeah, follow Supernatural Survival Gear. Yep. 700 people is all I need. 700. That's fuck all for you, really. It's nothing. I'll get that in no time. Um, anyway, That'd that's it. That'd be my fourth 10K account. Well, man, <laughs> we keep coming back to this. <laughs> I, I've been struggling to get over 850 fucking followers. So, um... Wanna, okay, what's your target? I'll try to get that 10K before your target. Okay, well... But I'll help you, too. Okay, that's fair. Because yeah. I need all the help I can get, apparently. <laughs> um, my target... I'm setting micro goals here, so my target right now is 1,000. Okay, and what's it at? It's at 840 right now. Okay. So, um, but I I think, personally... So, if you gave me every one of your followers, then I'd you, break my goal. 
Yeah. So. And then I could give you a very few of mine, and you break yours. Yeah, I get it. You have more. You have numerous accounts with thousands, I have a beard, thousands more. Thousands. People, many, many thousands. People in the social media atmosphere <laughs> like you more than me. I don't know <laughs> if I'd go that far. I definitely put more fucking free content out. And you definitely put a lot of free content and original content. Yeah. Which people like. And your Brazilian just a black belt. People like that too. It's going to be interesting doing the first video with the black belt on. You haven't should, made one yet. Everything should. that's still pumping out now is all still like stock. Well, you should you should do a video tomorrow. Maybe I will. Think of a breakdown, or you should hold the mace while you do it too. I'll hold the mace awkwardly the whole time. Yeah, it's. I'm surprised you didn't hold on to it the whole time. I love it. It's been on the desk. <coughs> so you. we're good, guys. Thanks for coming with us for this. Uh, 40 minutes of the life of Kent. Yes. I hope nobody was um, bothered or insulted by anything I said during my journey. I, yes, of course. Let's not, but I guess bygones be bygones on some Fuck things. It. Listen, moving on is one of those things. And I'll tell you, is if, uh, if you're ever wondering, guys, you're not a tree. Okay? Yeah. You're not stuck into any situation. Even though you think you are, roots only go so far. You're not a tree. You can just get up, walk away, yeah. right? Uh, during this crazy journey, I've lost multiple people that I thought were my friends that left me for very shitty reasons or very good reasons that I do not know. Yeah. But uh, things will always change, and you'll always be fine. Yes, and I it's, think... It's a mentality, right? It's a state of mind. Just make sure that when you wake up in the morning, you dedicate your day to trying to put a smile on your face. Yep. Yeah. And people around you. I think yeah. it's also important that whatever hey, decisions... Man, contagious. When I make all these motherfuckers around me laugh, what do you think right. I'm going to do? Cry? That's right. Good day. And I got a mace. He still has that mace. I'm um, fucking in love with this mace. Yeah, I see that. So guys, have We've a great day. We've all heard that. Thank you, guys. Smile right now. Even if it's fake, go smile in the fucking mirror. Buy his shit. Follow me on Instagram. John McKinnon MMA. It's fun as always. Later.